0: All right, welcome into the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast, the NBA edition. Rob Parker here, Martin Weiss there, and we're ready to talk NBA and give you the insight on maybe a couple of uh, bets that you could uh, cash in or make some shekels. What's going on, Martin Weiss? What's happening?
1: i tell you what, not a whole lot of much. I I went around the world in 80 days, and every single stop of the way, I somehow found a way to lose money betting on this league. It's, I, lost, I lost money at four different time zones last week, Rob. Eastern, Central, and even Mountain Time. I'm going across back over, back to L.A. when I bet on the Celtics. So, yeah. Well, you know
0: what? I, I guess it's about time you break it up and you were tired of just losing money in the Pacific time zone. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what was new?
1: But I will say this, though. You know what it is? It's the, the time zone, the Pacific time zone. I did not know this until I started to, like, really Working this business in California. It's so much better for sports watching. So much better. The second game is going off at nine, ten o'clock at night. Meanwhile, back in Brooklyn, I'm falling asleep at halftime in these games. I can't stay up this late. I felt like you.
0: You felt like man. me. What are, you, what are you trying to say? Old like old man. Man. Like an old man. man. I needed a Diet Coke to try to stay awake. It ain't day. For me, it's because I'm working so much it ain't about being an old man you know me I'm always on the move always got something going but all right let's talk some NBA let's start with the uh you were in Brooklyn but let's start in New York in Manhattan with the New York Knickerbockers who uh some somehow some way have won eight in a row the NBA's hottest team uh, uh currently uh they moved up to fourth in the Eastern Conference all this stuff is all new my friends in New York who are big Nick fans are uh, they need a cigarette and baby oil. They're so excited about the Knicks. Where are you? Are, are, this is a team that's a contender. I know they play defense well. Um, I'm not I'll buying into them, but where are you?
1: I'll tell you this. I mean, I'm not going to buy into them as a title contender or so on or so forth, but I will say I've heard for most of my adult life that the league is better when the Knicks are better. And I'm I'm like, all right, whatever. Sure, okay. The Knicks have never – I mean, I remember being – literally in like the sixth grade at AAU practice, watching Knicks come, watching the Knicks games after AAU practice when they were always terrible. I'm sorry, my my entire life, like, I've never seen the Knicks really progress and do anything successful. Now, before everybody kills me, I'm 32 years old. So at my ripe young, old age of 32. So before you start talking about Bernard King and so on and so forth. However, I'm sitting in Brooklyn, New York with eyes on the Barclays Center And it's April and I'm watching the Knicks on a matinee game. And I'm thinking like watching the Knicks play Zion. It's remarkable. I bet on the Knicks a lot this year. I like the Knicks as a sneaky team. I like the fact that like in the today's NBA in which people have been taking and the whole like, should guys play, should guys not play? The Knicks are not, not, not going to win a title. They're not going to win the East. However, they're gonna win their first playoff series that I can remember. And, and and to me, that I like that. I appreciate the fact that the Knicks are leaning into it. And Julius Randle feels like a guy who can be a really good player on a winning team. I can't say your best quite yet, but Julius Randle could be a really good player on a championship contender.
0: Well, I I covered the Knicks for the Daily News in New York. Uh so I was around the team a lot back in the Early '90s, my last year I covered them was 1991. So I, Madison Square Garden is seen when people are in, and the Knicks are a part of it. And I was covering the Patrick Ewing days and 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 Pat Riley and all that kind of stuff, and it was fun. You know, what I mean, it was it was uh, good to be around there. Not Pat Riley, but uh, the Knicks at that time. And uh, this is reminiscent of that where they got they played defense. That team was gritty. The teams that I used to cover and uh, Julius Randall was a good player in LA. They gave up on him too soon. They didn't want to sign him, but he was playing well in LA with, for the Lakers. So it's not a total shock, but yes, for him to be leading the Knicks and for them to be the fourth uh, spot in the, in the Eastern Conference is definitely something you wouldn't have imagined, especially when you look at Toronto and they're on the outside looking in for the playoffs and their whole season and everything has collapsed. So this has been a change.
1: With that whole concept, it makes a lot of sense that the Knicks are completely balling in a fourth in the East or, you know, one of the most surprising things in the league. Because if, if this ain't the most upside down year in the NBA in the last 20, I don't know what is.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of stuff going on that no one would have predicted. Uh, let's talk about uh, A.D. and the Lakers. Uh, he's playing. He's back uh, tonight, Thursday against Dallas I, I don't know what to make of the Lakers and you know him coming back obviously if he's healthy and he's fine he's going to add a, 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 a jump start the uh, team that you know has been basically floundering with him and LeBron being out so uh, what do you think uh, will, will AD automatically start helping them think, win games?
1: I think floundering is a strong term I wouldn't say floundering. I think this team was expected to crater without the two of the top five best players in the NBA. And they've been floating around 500. Uh, floundering is yeah, a, lot of a bad struggle for me.
0: There are a lot of bad teams in the NBA. So you're going to win some games. Uh, and then, you know, remember, they, they they had the big win against the Nets and then flopped the next night or the day after to the yeah, Nets. Yes,
1: 500 is. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose.
0: Yeah. But when you're adding in, a guy
1: like Anthony Davis, into this lineup, I think it's going to be, I think it's really good for AD to get back now. So that way he and Drummond can develop. Cause I feel like the AD and Drummond chemistry is what really needs to work. Cause you know, AD does not want to play the five. And it's been evident referenced throughout this whole experience in Los Angeles, the AD don't want to play the five. And you finally started playing the five in the playoffs. And then, but I, I think they, that's not why you acquire Andre Drummond, right? You acquire Andre Drummond to be on the floor. So I think AD and Andre Drummond being able to work together now in these limited-minute roles because the Lakers aren't challenging for the one seed or anything crazy like that. They're just kind of limping their way into the playoffs. But unlike another team, at least they're still limping and not, like, still rehabbing their way into the playoffs. So I'm liking the fact that AD is coming back. Now, I don't see any, like, major difference in the, way that the outcome of games until LeBron gets back. But in the chemistry and just the things that they're going to need to do for the playoffs, this is huge.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you want to get your guy back and try to get him back out there. I, I just don't know uh, really how Drummond fits in once LeBron and AD are there. I just I'm I'm not so sure that Drummond has, you know, what other you than rebound. I, I that's I all
1: he's got to do: rebound and defense. But the thing is, though, if you got a guy out there, he's like a, doing he's nothing
0: a, but rebound. He's a dinosaur in today's NBA. I just, I'm not a big Drummond guy, and maybe I'm wrong, but he just looks out of place. I'm telling you, he looks out I of mean, place.
1: That's because you haven't bet against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he had 25 and 25 on your head. I'm telling you, Andre Drummond, is an, he's definitely still an effective NBA player. Is he, can he be your best player? No. And you see what happens when the Lakers try to run offense through him right here, right now. It's ugly. But – when they start to get LeBron and AD back and Drummond just doing nothing but rebounding and playing defense and catching alley-oops off pick and rolls, you'll be singing a different tune.
0: Okay. We'll see. How many points are you going to average then gonna, if he's doing all that? Does it? It does. No, i
1: Six shots a game. Six shots a okay. game is what we right. get. Okay. Six right. shots. So, like, I don't know, 10, 12, 8. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's, it's his rebounds, It's his defense.
0: All right. And then the other news is uh, KD has the uh, – Bruce thighs supposed to be back maybe on Friday. Um, you know, the Nets have had their injury problems, and it's been all – all, all, the thing that's most surprising is how this team has continued to win no matter who's in the lineup. The, the other night, you know, it was Kyrie, and they just seemed to be able to, to win, you know, with the other players. I think that's something that's so huge that if those guys continue to play and then you bring your other guys back, obviously they got to be healthy. But you need two of those guys back. If they get KD back and him and Kyrie get it going, but they had a setback with Harden.
1: Well, yeah, no, they had a setback with KD and Harden. But uh, both of those guys had setbacks, multiple setbacks, by the way. No, that's and, not
0: uh, – I, like, I don't look at a thigh bruise as a setback. That's not a setback. That's just
1: – Oh, well, it, it, it didn't set him forward to playing more basketball. But like no, you just said, there's out, a lot of bad but teams he's in the out, NBA. He's, out
0: for, he's out for a couple of games. He's coming back. Whereas Harden, they don't know when he's coming back. To me, that's a setback. When, when you don't know somebody's coming back or when they're going to be right to play, that's a setback. We know that a thigh bruise isn't going to keep you out more than a couple. He's only going to wind up missing two or three games. That's not a setback.
1: You say tomato, I say tomato. But like you just said, there's a whole lot of good teams in the NBA. So I'm not necessarily surprised that a team is able to beat up on some of the teams in the Eastern Conference. I will say, the idea that the idea that they came back against Philly was impressive, but I think Philly thought they had that game won. I know because I bet on that game. I thought I had that game won, but when you look at the Nets right now, currently constructed, okay, they're the one seed in the East, but I've, that one seed in the East gives me a whole lot of one seed in the Jazz, or one seed in the West Jazz vibe. Like I don't. Do you think the Nets without how many how many stars do the Nets need to have to compete for a title?
0: I picked them when they just had before they even got Harden. If you got a healthy KD, Kyrie, and that team that they have, they have a, a shot to make it to the finals. Uh, you add Harden in there, it's a guarantee to me. I picked them before the Harden trade. I don't I don't know what team you were looking at. I like the team. And in, in the Look, NBA, you need two stars. I was stars. looking at
1: three the team. Stars,
0: three stars I'll- is over the top. You know that. Three stars is ridiculous.
1: No, I've, you know what? Maybe, they, and maybe they'll all play together because they're currently constructed at this point. Those three stars will play more playoff games together. If if they all suit up and play all the four records of games that will require for each round for them to win, we'll play more in the playoffs than they have in the regular season. So it will be completely unprecedented, which is why yesterday, I'll tell you what, last week I was almost ready. I was almost ready to give it to you. I was almost ready to come over there. I was real close. And then Kevin Durant, he must, whatever he suffered, it, was, it wasn't a setback, I don't know, a downturn, I don't know. Whatever it is, he's not playing basketball right now due to another injury.
0: They say he's coming back on Friday. A thigh bruise is not that uncommon in the NBA. Come on, man, you're making it like it's the end of the world. All right, let's go to this. Phoenix or Utah, uh, two of the best teams that nobody talks about. Who, who, who do you trust more out of those two?
1: Well, as I just probably prefaced a little bit when I said the one C Jazz, I think the Suns are the best team in the West right you, now. Like you've been you, way
0: off on Utah. Let's just be honest. Okay. You I have play. been way
1: off on Utah. I have been way off on Utah. I've been off on them all year. I thought they'd fall off after the all-star break. Okay.
0: I, I just, just want to make sure I thought you they'd
1: fall off good. after Donovan Mitchell. I thought they'd fall off after Donovan Mitchell got hurt. And they, they didn't keep winning. They keep winning and they keep covering against the spread. I can't see that team for a mile away. But I also just, you know what? I can't envision this team making a deep playoff run. Maybe I just can't. I just can't see it. And until somebody else tells me just how wrong I am, because I'll be honest, not a lot of people are talking about this, like the jazz as any type of contender. So I would just love it for one person to tell me how good the jazz really are because Everybody keeps telling me how wrong I am, but I see no one else staking their claim. Because to me, I like the Suns. If, if I've got a sleeper, a sleeper, quote unquote, a team that we don't talk about to come out of the West, it's got to be Phoenix and Chris Paul. He almost beat Chris Paul with his hamstring, kept him from taking on Golden State last year. He took Oklahoma City. It took James Harden to block a guy named Lou Dort shot for them to even invent to uh, Houston to barely advance past his team. This is probably the best shot that Chris Paul has had since Lob City, I feel like, to get to make a a real title run. And I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but if I had to pick one between those two, it's got to be Phoenix.
0: I'll pick Utah only because you just made all the points on despite Chris Paul and all that he's done, he can't seem to ever get over the hump. So if you're telling me he couldn't get over the hump with Lob City, you talk about uh, uh, he was hurt, he always seems to get hurt at some point. I mean, his, his history in the postseason is checkered, and that's why he's been on so many teams and why they've never been able to get to the conference final with him. And and, I'm not so, and and that's why I can't endorse or stamp Phoenix doing it with Chris Paul because I've seen this act. During the regular season, he's made a big difference there. I'm not poo-pooing what he's done, so I'm not doing that. I'm just saying I will take Utah that last year was up 3-1 to in the first round. They choked it down. Now they came back even better this year. I think they're a better team. And maybe this year they make that move and maybe they get into the second round. And we'll see. I know the only reason people aren't talking about them is because you got LeBron and AD and you think if they're healthy, they're going to be there. And you got the Clippers who are under the radar. All they do is win, too. If you take a look at the Clippers and how they're together and what they're doing. And I love the addition of Rondo and Boogie Cousins. I like what they're doing. And Ty Lue... Has taken that team to a different level, I think, this year, compared to where they were with Doc Rivers.
1: I'd say that the Clippers, especially, the Clippers were the team. I, I just can't say that nobody talks about it because you know, maybe it's just the shows that I watch, the Clippers do get talked about, especially from guys who were really high on them last year and are trying they want to come back around for that vindication. But I get it, Rob Parker. I get it. You're a little scared. You're scared after what happened in the bubble. I'm not I scared. I feel you. I know, I know I, you don't want to go I, out here. Before the
0: season started, I picked the Clippers and the Nets. That's my pick. But I'll tell you this.
1: I, I lean way more Clippers. Now. The additions of Rondo and Boogie Cousins are two that I really, really like a lot. And I didn't see at both of them at the time. Like, I was more, I, I was really honestly happy for DeMarcus Cousins, more so that he got picked up, right? To think that he would be an effective player at this point in his career was, was really surprising to me. And to see Rondo – just that team needed a point guard so bad and to see Rondo just step in and be able to just to kind of take the reins at his at, his, at Rondo's big age has been impressive I i I'm still need to see Kawhi and Paul George on the court together healthy at the same time because now you got it's like but I will say if there's ever a team that will be more prepared for the load management rest rest whatever come back for the playoffs it will be the Clippers after what happened last year. All right. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all the different betting markets, unique fun bet types like Sam Game parlays, exclusive always-on promotions like Enhanced Odds Boosts, on the biggest events that let you get more action out of every single game day. And if you win, you get your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. Now, for me, that's why I like it because most of the time, I'm winning. I need my money and I need it fast. And plus, with these odds boosts, it's almost impossible to lose. So with me, I'm taking one of these crazy odds boosts and I'm doing it on a same game parlay. My same game parlay for today is the Phoenix Suns on the money line and Devin Booker over 25 and a half points. Devin Booker's a stone cold killer. The suns have been hot. I really like it. That's where I'm going with it. So if you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now to get started. And when you do, sign up with promo code LP3 so they know that we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code LP3. All right, Rob, let's pick some games. And just quickly, as an aside, if you've been following the Weiss advice, I'm sorry because I don't know what's happened. I don't know what's happened, but I, I, I'm trying new things. I'm changing the process. I, I, I'm, I'm, Rob, I'm telling you, today is the day. My, this podcast, this is like home for me. I start hitting the same game parlays so I'm doing the ad reads and stuff like that. That's when I know I'm back in my zone. But because I tell you, I've been swinging and missing like you in playing baseball in the, in the celebrity league. I, I don't know what, I don't know what to do, but let's start and pick some games for tonight. Tonight, the Phoenix Suns are one and a half point favorites. They're playing the Boston Celtics. Rob Phoenix, one of the hottest teams in the NBA. Boston has been playing better since the all-star break. Who you got?
0: I know Boston is coming off of a uh, loss. Had a few days to think about. It. They lost to Chicago. They had one, uh, Four in a row. Uh, no, it snapped. I think their six-game winning streak. They had a six-game winning streak. It got snapped. Yeah,
1: I was on the wrong side. If you go back a couple of days ago, you'll see I'm running through all the reasons why I love the Celtics to win that game when they lost. You know, I was, wind up losing. I right. lost that they one. Oh, yeah. but,
0: but I'm with you on Phoenix. 8 no straight up in their last eight games, 5-2-1 and against the spread. Even though they're on the road, w- minus one and a half. I'm going to go with the Suns. I just like where they are, and um, even on the road, I'm going to take the Suns.
1: Yeah, see, I'm I'm taking the Suns, but I'll tell you this. They're minus one and a half. I'm not messing around with no half a point. At this point in time, I need all the luck I can get. I'm, I'm hunting for wins. I'm taking the Suns on the money line. You can leave that a half a point to Vegas and the casinos. Give me the juice and the money line. We'll go on next the two of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Milwaukee Bucks. The Sixers are eight-point underdogs in this game tonight, Rob. Who you got?
0: Uh, the Sixers have a couple people who are questionable uh, in that game. So I, I, it's hard for me to, to to take a look at them and and, and want to go with them. I think, uh, who is it, Curry with a hip, Tobias Harris you with a knee Ben Simmons, uh, prob- they're all probable. I don't know who's playing, who's not playing. Uh, Milwaukee, I'm going to take Milwaukee in this game. And uh, I like the over, too, in this game. Milwaukee 8-1 in their last nine games at home with the over. So I'm going Milwaukee with Philly. I know it's been a brutal week. You know, they've lost a couple games. You talked about that Nets game. And then they lost two games after that. So it's 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 been a rocky road for Philly.
1: See, see, Rob, That's this is exactly where I would lean. And Oh, I want to agree with you, but the way things have been going for me, as soon as I stamp on Milwaukee minus eight, so Ellen and b is cleared to play, Ben Simmons is cleared to play, they combine for 80 combined points, and the, and the Sixers just, they win convincingly. So I'm going to take the Sixers as eight-point dogs. And for the only reason is I see no reason why not to bet Milwaukee. Because of this injury report information, I've been burned too much. I've been burned too much, and I will die on this so that the NBA specifically is going to have to fix injury reports they want people to gamble on these games consistently. So I'm going to take Philly just because I've been burned by the same thinking that you just had too much too often. And then finally, Rob, for the game of the night, the one we've all been waiting for, the return of one of the big two of the Lakers, AD will make his 15 minutes of fame. Uh, a minutes restriction debut tonight versus the Dallas Mavericks. This line has been all over the place. At the time we recorded, it's Mavericks minus three. It opened with the Lakers plus three. It's it's just it's swinging all over the place. Rob, where are you going with it? Uh, I'm
0: going to go with the Lakers. Um, AD gives him a shot in the arm. I know he's on minute restriction. Uh, I just think they get hyped to have one of their guys back in their last 12 games. Lakers are 6-6 six and six against the spread. So like you say, we talked about it before, uh, tread and water. But Dallas enters the game 0-6 against the spread uh, since their last cover, going back to April 8th. So I, I, I'm, I don't have a lot of confidence in Dallas where they are. So I'm going to go with the Lakers here in this game.
1: You know what? When I went to sleep last night, I liked the Lakers. When I woke up this morning, I liked the Lakers again, and I saw the line move and all this other stuff. So in my video today, and I'm doing it again, I'm going with the Mavericks because I don't see any reason why the Lakers shouldn't win this game, and they should definitely cover. So I'm going with the Mavericks minus three because I'm so cold right now that I'm just going to take my analysis and flip it and see if I hit.
0: Hey, you going? Doing that logic, man. Who are you, George Costanza now? No. You're going to do the opposite of everything that you I, were doing before because you stunk? And then all the games that you should be betting because they make so much sense, now you're going to lose them, and now you're going to be all over the place. Just remember what I told you. You're going to have well, losers. I'm, you got I'm, three more losers coming. Well,
1: it's like this. You know, I, I, I remember every spring you'd hear Miguel Cabrera would change his swing a little bit. Why? Just just to, just to see, make sure you can get the maximum out of his potential. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm in a cold streak. I know my potential. I know my truth. But I just have to try to – I'm not seeing the ball right now, Rob. I'm not seeing the
0: ball. I got I to try something different. All right, here's my lemon pepper parlay. And I'm telling you, double up on those wings. I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns minus one and a half at the Celtics. I like them a lot. Straight up in their last eight games, 8-0, 5-2-1 and against the spread. The Celtics have been playing well, but that loss to Chicago. So I'm going to go with Phoenix, even on the road. And then the second game for my parlay, I'm going to take Milwaukee. The over in their last nine games at home, the over, they're eight and one. So I'm going to go there. The over with Milwaukee and Phoenix minus one and a half. It's always better with the cheddar.
1: All right, Rob, I'm telling you, I'm getting off to snide today. Today's the last day of Martin and Snide Town. I'm out of here. and I'm doing it with my lemon pepper parlay, same game parlay, going with the Phoenix Suns on the money line, and Devin Booker over 25 points. That's sitting there right now. I think it's 217 on FanDuel, plus 217. I'm turning it around today, Rob. All
0: right. Well, there you go, the lemon pepper parlay podcast for this week. Rob Parker, Martin Weiss, we hope he gave you some, I hope he gave you some good advice. We'll see what happens. I say stay away from Martin right now until he gets on another hot streak and starts picking them right. We'll see you next week. Make sure that you subscribe, you like us, tell your friends about us, share us with everybody else out there. Uh,